imagine your own face in outer space disappearing without a trace imagine a hundred thousand little gnomes and eskimos i mean inuits gathering round the stars around infinite skies of the imagination imagine all the nations of your mind living in peace imagine you could be anyone you wanted could it free you and imagine that I was saying to you I got something true, but maybe a little bit crazy to say. Welcome. So, um, I, uh, oh, the guitar jumping place here. The spirit of the guitar is increasing. It's, it's becoming alive like Bicentennial Man. Uh, um, so, I have a funny idea to share. Um, uh, imagine your entourage. Like I was kind of imagining like, you know, there's certain, um, each situation you're in, whatever the, um, the challenge is in a situation, I guess it's not always challenging, but let's say anytime there's a challenge, uh, um, uh, different aspects of your character are useful. And so there's a guy called Epictetus who is this Roman philosopher. He was born a slave and you know, on the outreaches of the empire, and he ended up being like the tutor to the greatest emperor ever, like Marcus Aurelius. And um, so, you know, and then end up having a school, and you know, was studied forever, you know, by everyone. Um, and so Epictetus, and it, uh, his philosophy is really good. It's like Stoicism. He's one of the Stoics. Um, a manual. I would recommend. There's one particular translation of his which is really good. I mean, I, I've just read one other one, but people say it's good. And then I, from comparing these two, I, I could see the, the point. But um, by sh it's called A Manual for Living by Epictetus. It's really a really small book, um, very simple, plain English. Um, and uh, these short little chapters, you know, like some of them are like one paragraph or others might, you know, I think the biggest one is like three pages, but still that's like, I don't know, 10 paragraphs. It's not very much. Um and uh, they're just these little, asp you know, little lessons about life, but you know, and practical philosophy, how to live, you know, wisely. Anyway, um, he one of the things Epictetus, oh yeah, and Sharon LaBelle, Sharon LaBelle, does. There's a great translation by her where she said she was kind of taking the spirit of Epictetus and just kind of distilling it and putting it in new words with the kind of emotion that he would have, which is, I would just as a side note, I say that that's really wise and I think Epictetus would be happy because he's very very practical and so his words being you know it's not his exact words but it's what he would have said if he was here probably you know so that's pretty cool anyway one of the things he says is your um I think challenges should can, challenges can and should introduce us to our strengths and so, you know, in some situations, maybe compassion is required. In other situations, um, confrontation or assertiveness is required. In other situations, you know, going with the flow, loosey-goosey, relaxation is required. 
uh, in other situations, um, analysis or intense focus is required. There's different things which different situations require from us. Um, and uh, so I was kind of thinking about that and like how um, these qualities of myself, within myself, you know, there's different elements within your character. And um, I don't know, the image just came to me of like, you know, these guys hanging around me, like my entourage. Like I've got kindness here, I've got courage, I've got wisdom there, there's humor over here. He's always wearing a, you know, polka dot tie and some flamboyant clothing. And I was thinking, oh, that's interesting. Um, I'm yet to actually practice this, but I think I'm going to. I'm going to do it. But I encourage you to join me if you want. Is like you can use your imagination to kind of imagine, instead of it just being some abstract thing in your head, kind of visualize like, or imagine you have these people around you, like your advisors, your crew, and they're with you, just a solidarity, but they're encouraging you, you know, in certain ways. So maybe... And uh, you could do that with um, the principles, like I'm thinking here, aspects of character. But you could also do it with people who embody certain principles you like. Like maybe you've got Jimi Hendrix here, you know, you've got Robert F. Kennedy over there, <laughs> or you've got, you know, um, whoever, you've got your, you know, your cousin over there. Maybe that, that's too personal. Maybe whatever works for you, though. But, um, you know, maybe you've, you've got uh, John Lennon there, you've got... Um, Aldous Huxley over there, whatever. And, um, but say that would be one way, but what I'm going to do as an ex just experiment is, um, yeah, with principles like, so, uh, you know, you can visualize it however you want, but, um, they could be, um, kind of like, uh, whatever uh, it could be, a, uh, it could just be, um, yeah, I guess, I don't know any way to do it. But um, maybe uh, humor could be like some, you know, crazy like sunglasses dude who's always, you know, what, uh, embodying, you know, in, in some crazy insane vibe, you know. Um, but just to, whenever you're getting too serious, you just imagine this guy with Ray-Bans just leaning in. Uh, Jamie, I'm going to have to stop you there. Uh, you know, just use your, your imagination to kind of like imagine there's someone talking to you and being like, you know, you're a trusted advisor or, you know, Courage comes in and he's just like this ripped dude with enormous pecs who's, you know, just kind of humble, doesn't talk too much, looks you really clear in the eye with a bit of a tenderness deep there. He's some sort of Tim Kennedy-esque character or something. It's like, um, Jamie, I think uh, maybe it's, it's time to take some risks. What do, you, what do you reckon, man? You know, just like your friend's talking to you. And... Um, so it's a way to maybe anchor some of these dispositions or principles into a more physical form. Or like you're about to make, you, you know, you're like, oh, what do I do? Oh, I, I, should I get that hamburger? But I said I wasn't going to eat junk food, but I really want a hamburger. Oh, okay, where am I? Where's my crew? Where am I? Entourage, assemble. And you'll be like, okay, uh, who's here? Kindness? I, you stay there. You keep doing your thing over there. You, you keep reading your book or whatever. Um, or playing the violin, looking at the, the stars, whatever you're doing. Um, humor, mm, any use? Uh, maybe not. Or maybe you can get humor to make a joke about it. But, uh, or just to remind you to smile and go like, oh my God, I'm so crazy. You know, I'm, ah, I know I don't want the hamburger, but I kind of do. Oh my God, this is insane. So even if they're not giving you words, just giving you an energy of like, oh yeah, humor, you know? You go, who else is here? 
Oh, um, oh yeah, honesty. Okay, yeah, honesty. Thank you, honesty. Come here. Uh, and then honesty. You know, maybe it's some you know, six foot tall black man in a beautiful suit, three piece suit. He's got glasses. He's like, well, you know, or whatever. <laughs> maybe he's not that visual, you know. But just like you, you don't even need to visualize anything. Just like, oh, honesty. Just the, you know, the, the principle. Go, all right, uh, honesty. Uh, what do you reckon? And then, you know, but uh, for me, I think, what would honesty look? I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I'll spare you the details. But, um, and then honesty is like, well, all right, let's see. Um, or maybe honesty is like a tax man, just really like plain, you know. So let's say honesty is, okay, my, you know, really tall black dude in a suit with glasses. And he's like, right, Jamie. So, uh, well, the hamburger, it's going to feel good temporarily. Um, it, it's not that expensive. You could do it. It's not the end of the world if you did it. Um, on the other hand, if you don't do it, how are you going to feel? I go, ah, how am I going to feel? Um, yeah, I guess I'll feel a bit uncomfortable. But then, then after that, Jamie, oh, then I guess I probably feel proud and like powerful that I resisted. But, oh, but it's no big deal. I could just have a little one. And then honesty's like, hey, spontaneity, you shut your mouth. And I look around and some guy called spontaneity with bleached spiky hair is like, hey, I was just saying a hamburger's nice. Whatever. You could kind of visualize the aspects of your mind as different characters. And just to kind of notice, maybe it helps to get you out of the idea that they're all you, you know. Your thoughts are you, which they're not, you know. They're, um, you know, the soul is you. You are the, the witness or the listener or the watcher. Um, but, uh, yeah, but these, you know, so, uh, or maybe you go, all right, look, spontaneity and honesty, come here, have a little debate. Tell me what you think, you know. So uh, but that's just one, you know, little idea I thought I'd share with you. Um, yeah, so imagine your entourage. And, uh, you know, that's trying to figure something out. But it could just be even just throughout the day, or you're bored. There's nothing going, oh, I just don't, you know, or I'm feeling sad, you know. All right, hey, humor, come here. Or, um, you know, or I'm bored. Yeah, let's go. All right, spontaneity, what have you got? Stop bleaching your, you know, your hair. Get over here. It's like, uh, oh, you've you've made your hair pink. Okay, that's interesting. Bold move. All right. Um, what do you what do you advise? Spontaneity. And he's like, yeah, well, Jamie, I don't know. Maybe we should just end the podcast. Oh yeah, cool. Or like, oh, let's go play pool. Let's go get a beer. You know, whatever. You can tap into that part of you know yourself. So, anyway, there we go. Imagine your entourage, and uh, if you're feeling lonely. I think on some level also, you know, that could, even though it's your imagination, you know, there's like people who are alone and they're not lonely, you know, Buddhist monks and stuff up in a mountain somewhere. And they're like, they feel like they're completely connected to the universe and all the trees are like, you know, living sentient beings. But even although they're not on the same level perhaps as humans, but they feel like completely plugged in and at peace and, you know, connected and present with everyone. But, um, but they're alone but they're not lonely. So if you're lonely, you could also use this, I guess, to kind of, you know, it's a way, basically your mind is tricking you into thinking that you need to be lonely if you're alone. And I think we all don't, no one wants to be lonely. That's not healthy. That's not comfortable. Um, and so, okay, if you're getting, if your mind is tricking you into 
feeling lonely, then why not untrick yourself with your imagination into not being lonely, you know? Use these characters. Is that so stupid? Is that any less stupid than, you know, feeling some negative emotion, even though objectively, you know, it's not good for us? Um, which kind of ties back to what Epictetus says about, in a nutshell, uh, yeah, it's like uh, you could summarize it in, you know, that three-part prayer, like the serenity prayer, which is something along the lines of, may I have the courage to change the things I can, the serenity to accept the things I can't, and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, which is very like, whoa, that's very like deep, basic, fundamental kind of like flow of free will kind of thing there. You know, that's like ones and zeros. Like I can control or I can't, which... And then the wisdom is like the, the awareness of, is it one or zero, you know? Um, and, but basically, yeah, saying, you know, most of our lives, most things in the universe, it, it's not in your sphere of control. But if you try to control it, which is what we're doing a lot of the time, we think we don't realize we're doing it. But when you're complaining about something, um, most the way most people complain um, is like, you know, you're kind of fighting the universe, you know? But, and so there's many, so many examples, I think, where, we waste our energy and our, give away our power fighting the inevitable. But if you withdraw your forces from that, don't waste them on that impossible battle, you know. Um, so, okay, you surrender to what you can't control. Then the extra resources you've got, you can just focus that on the battles which are within your um, sphere of uh, influence on the things you can control. And... Um, where you've got complete control, you know, like, uh, for example, what is my response to the situation I'm in, you know, or, or the choice to go, oh, what resource, what, you know, what, uh, what strength, what, uh, um, quality or characteristic or yeah, what strength is required by this challenge, you know, um, whatever. But yeah, basically, you know, not trying to control what you can't control, control what you can control. So just the awareness of what is within our power is um, the uh, the habit of returning to that, cultivating that awareness, you know, moment by moment in real time, real time awareness of what's in my power. That itself is an extremely power generating habit. Um, so we'll leave it there. So enjoy your entourage and your party with whatever colorful hooligans um, you create and the shenanigans involved. Um, that's it. So I'll see you next week, folks. Namaste. Be well.